annually fall this year, October 15th through December 7th, enrollees in a Medicare system can make changes to their health and drug coverage plans or enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan. With its range of options and choices, Medicare can be a challenge in making proper selections. However, insight and assistance is available. It's time you learn more about Medicare Mondays, a series of assistance presentations by the Colorado Gerontological Society. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. For six weeks, the Society, also known as Senior Answers, offers Medicare education workshops on the new changes, comparison shopping, advantage and supplements, and other topics, including this year, Medicare and COVID-19. Leading this valuable series of forums and insights is the Executive Director of the Gerontological Society and Senior Answers, Ms. Eileen Doherty. Every year, there must be changes that always come through with Medicare. Are we seeing the same thing again this year as well? The usual ones will be the change in the Medicare Part A deductible, the Medicare Part B deductible, and the um, out-of-pocket expenses for the Medicare Part C plans, and probably the biggest one that, as always, is Medicare Part D, which is the prescription drugs. Um, at this point, there's a lot of information out here. We're still trying to sort everything out. Uh, but one of the good things this year is that Medicare Part D um, in some plans and under some terms and conditions is going to help with the cost of um, insulin, which, as probably many of you know, has been a significant hardship for um, many people to be able to afford the um, insulin that they needed and to be able to um, get all of the supplies, etc. So that's um, a really big change this year. It will be um, a benefit in some of the Medicare Advantage or Plan C programs as well as some of the prescription drug plans or the Part D. The costs um, are looking like they'll be probably around $35 per month. And then whatever the cost of the um, insulin is will go toward um, the overall um, out-of-pocket expenses that individuals will be facing. We all got our... Uh our Medicare guides, you can't call it a guide anymore. It's more like a dictionary or something. It's so thick. <laughs> for, for those who are getting started on Medicare, maybe been on a year or so, where do they start reading that thing? You know, do they really start on page one and work their way through, or are there are certain things they really need to pay attention to first in those sections that they have? Well, I think probably need to initially learn kind of the, you know, what is part A, B, C, and D. And once you have kind of a general understanding, that is helpful. I think the second thing that people need to understand is, are you going to be eligible for um, what kind of Medicare support? So, for example, are you going to be in what we call the individual market, where you have your Medicare and you either use a Medicare Advantage plan or you use a Medicare supplement. Um, and that's, you know, you pay the premium, you pay the deductibles, you pay um, all of the out-of-pocket expenses. The 
second way that some people are affected is if they continue to be employed. And if they continue to be employed, then we need to figure out if the employer is going to continue to um, have you enrolled in their existing employer health plan or if they are going to have you um, sign up for Medicare and be in the individual market. So that's a second um, type of um, discrimination or distinction that one needs to make. And then the third area is for people who are low income to see whether or not they will be in Medicare and whether or not they qualify for um, assistance paying their Medicare Part B premium and or their assistance paying their Medicare Part D premiums as well as some of their prescription costs. So kind of figuring out what um, what what market you're going to be in, how you're going to react or respond to the outside forces um, of whether you're in the individual market, the employer market, or the low-income market really helps to then have, be able to kind of sort through that book. So these are, these are the things that you're going to be covering in your series of presentations in Medicare Mondays then, adding a little more clarity to that. So. Uh, people can make uh, better decisions there or interpretations at least um, as to what all that means in that big guide that was sent to us. Yes. And the other thing is because we're doing um, these uh, Medicare Mondays virtually this year, we're actually going to break them up. So on October the 19th, November the 2nd, and November the 16th, We'll be looking specifically at Medicare changes um, and what's going to change for 2021. And then on October 26th and November 9th, we'll specifically cover um, information for people who are new to Medicare. Um, when we were doing sessions in person, um, we would try to cover a number of different um Clients who were in the audience and sometimes new beneficiaries got confused with what current beneficiaries needed to know and vice versa. So hopefully this will help also clarify some of those um, decisions that need to be made that differ depending on whether you're a current beneficiary or a new beneficiary. And I guess you'll also be covering those... uh Oh, things like should I stay with original Medicare or go to an Advantage plan and then what those plans are, maybe some comparison shopping in there that uh, consumers are going to have to do as well. We will be covering that in both um, sections, both the Medicare changes as well as the new to Medicare. In addition to that, there will be um, at all of the expos on the Medicare Monday events as well as the Wednesday Lunch and Learns, which we are doing. Um, there will be exhibitors from the different, um, some of the different companies that are currently offering um, Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplements, and Part D plans. And so um, we'll be in a position for um, 
us as the presenters to provide some of that information about comparison shopping, and then you will also be able to get information from the vendors um, to be able to have them send you information or to talk to a salesperson in more detail if that is what meets your needs. You're also going to touch upon federal retiree plans, VA TRICARE, that kind of thing. I haven't seen that done before, and there's a number of retirees here in the area that probably need to sort some things out with that as well. Yes, and that's one of the things by doing these sessions in a little bit or over comprehensive format, we can really dive into specific parts of how Medicare um, is coordinated with other um, health plans. Um, so, yes, we intend to do that. So people can come with their specific questions then in those areas and uh, can uh, receive some insightful answers with information that they can use. Hopefully, and if that doesn't work, there will also be the opportunity where you can click a button and um, as part of the registration, and you can ask for um, individual counseling if you would like somebody to call you to talk in more oh. detail about um, your specific uh, situation. In addition to that, we're also partnering with the University of Colorado Pharmacy School, and they uh, will have some of their pharmacy students and faculty available for a limited number of appointments where you can talk to um, one of the students with their faculty preceptor about the medications that you have to do some uh, drug reviews um, and overall hopefully um, make sense out of the current prescriptions that you currently have. You mentioned insulin uh, a little while ago in the conversation and then uh, uh, drugs, which I think is Medicare Part D, has come up again. Is that one of the, the more challenging uh, areas about Medicare that people really need to understand, especially those who have multiple medications? The important thing to know is that the prescription drug plans change their formularies or their list of drugs that they are going to cover um, almost every year. They also cover or they change the amount of out-of-pocket expenses. They change the premiums. The federal government requires changes uh, in the amount of out-of-pocket expenses. Um, this year, you will start to hear the terminology that the donut hole is closed. However, what oh, the donut hole yay. is closed really means is that you will spend 25% of the cost of the drugs will be your responsibility out of pocket. And then the other 75% will be the responsibility of the prescription drug plan and or Medicare. If uh, the court case that's currently being reviewed regarding the Affordable Care Act, if the act were to go away, does that donut hole come back immediately? Or do we know? We don't know at this point in time um, because it was part of the Affordable Care Act, and hopefully um, that will be carved out of the um, lawsuit. But at this point, we don't know. Medicare and COVID-19, are there very special things that Medicare is doing to assist or support people who may contract uh, that particular virus? 
Medicare is paying for a significant portion of the costs for people who contract COVID-19. But in addition to that, probably the biggest change has been telehealth and a large number of um, office visits are now being done via telehealth um, so that if you have a telephone or you have a smartphone or you have a computer or a tablet, you can see your doctor in the comfort of your home, not having to go out. Um, And doctors are now also being reimbursed if they do a telehealth visit, the same as if they do an in-person office visit. Can people find out the uh, where the workshops are going to be, where the Medicare Mondays and Wednesdays are going to take place, and what time they're going to be? Okay, so the easiest thing probably is to go to our website at www.senioranswers.org. Um, the first article tells you about Medicare Monday. There's also a blue button there. If you have already signed up with Hopin, which is the platform we're using rather than Zoom, um, all you need to do is to register for the classes that you want. If you have never used that platform before and you don't have an account, You'll have to create an account, but that's very easy to do. Basically, a name, um, your name and a password, and then you will have an account, um, and then you will be allowed to register or sign up for the specific session or sessions that you want to listen to. Um, There's no charge. Um, If you have trouble doing that, you can certainly call our office, and we can help you sign up. And the telephone number... Um, the 800 number is one eight five five two nine four three nine seven one, or you can call three zero three 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 four eight two, and there will also be one session in Spanish, and so if any of your listeners would like to attend a Medicare Monday in Spanish. If they just call the office, we will get them registered for that as well. On this edition, the focus has been on the onset of the Medicare selection season and on Medicare Monday's presentations that can assist you with your decision-making. Our guest is Eileen Doherty, Executive Director of the Colorado Gerontological Society. Again, find the schedule of virtual Medicare Monday presentation topics, dates, and times online at SeniorAnswers.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.